From the time that I was five, I knew I had to build something epic, gain power, and provide power to the powerless. But things don't always go as planned. See, we are no different. We've all been trained for 18 years of our lives to be a slave to someone else's dream. And then when we go and try to provide our own dream, we wonder why it doesn't work out. Well, when it comes to success, there are only three things that are relevant. Skill set, mindset, and opportunity. And when that opportunity comes, you better be ready. I built this podcast to provide you with oxygen when you feel like you cannot breathe, to help you to bring your dreams to reality. Welcome to the mass movement of Freedom Seekers Worldwide. This is the Freedom Seekers Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Of course, we have no idea when you're listening, but hello and welcome. Uh, I am your host of the Freedom Seeker Podcast, Andre Vallott. And I do have with me a special guest, um, you know, Michael Ross Maitland. This man is a two comma club award winner, uh, expert story seller, storyteller. And um, we're very lucky to be blessed with, uh, you know, somebody who has made so much impact in, in the marketing world. Uh, Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Andre. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're blessed to have you here, man. We're blessed to have you here. So, you know, I know we've done a little bit of chatting and, and uh, you know, catching up, so to speak. Um, if you can kind of, you know, catch the listeners up, give them a, a quick little, you know, synapse of where you started and how you got to where you're at with all this success. All right. Well, <clears throat> I actually started over 10 years ago. <clears throat> and the short story is that I didn't really know what to do in my life. And I was looking at all the university courses in the university prospectus. And I spent about three hours looking at all these courses. What am I going to study? What am I going to study? And nothing interested me at all. <clears throat> and so I said to myself, I must not want to go to university then. So I just left it for a while. And I was watching a cheesy, uh, romantic chick flick. Um, and it was uh, A Walk to Remember. And in this chick flick, I'm going to spoil it for your listeners, but she gets terminally ill. She falls over and, and he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm going to die. I've got cancer. And so um, he then fulfills her bucket list for her. It's very romantic. But as I was watching this film, I thought, man, what's my bucket list? What, what do I want to do in my life? And so the question changed. It wasn't what do I want to study. It's what do I want to do. And I thought, well, I want to spend more time with my family how am I going to do that? And I thought, well, an entrepreneur, that, that could be a good, a good thing. So I opened up the university prospectus again. <clears throat> I looked at the business courses and it just, it, it just attracted me so much. I was just like, wow, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to learn how to do business from university. And so three years later, I got my degree and I thought, what an absolute wasted time. <laughs> like it has not taught me how to, build a business at all. Like I haven't learned anything about building a small business. It's all about corporate stuff. Um, <clears throat> so um, I just dabbled a little bit. I just tried a few things. And after about um, two years of just doing a little bit of recruitment, um, I got better at business. My business skills improved. And I started actually making money. So I was dabbling for like two years before I made any real money. And I changed the offer. And then as soon as I changed the offer, things uh, basically, it was 16x, actually. People talk about 10x. This went from, uh, well, it was 16x. And then a few years later, I, 
a two x, <laughs> so not 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 exactly ten uh, x, but a two x, and then a few years a few years later, it was two and a half times. But by that time, it had grew bit by bit incrementally. Mm-hmm. So to to double the business was a big massive thing, and we we did some key things during those years that we didn't do in the previous years. But what I've learned is that growth is exponential. <clears throat> so what I mean by that is that you grow a little bit from year to year, and then suddenly you are able to learn some key principles about business that you didn't know before. You implement it, and then suddenly you get exponential growth. Then you grow a little bit more year and year and year. Then you learn a little bit more, or you're finally able to apply what you've learned, and you get exponential growth again. So growth is lumpy. It's lumpy. It's not linear. It's lumpy. That's what I've learned. And so I've used the storytelling for sales in my business to grow to where I've got it today, as well as many other systems and principles. I don't know if that's a good enough for you, but that's, that's what I'd like to share. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what, <clears throat> what I notice when you're telling that, you know, so the first jump was like a quantum leap, right? 16x. But then only 2x, right? Only? <laughs> Wait a minute, only? So you went 16X and then you doubled that, right? Is that what you meant with that yeah. 2X? So, so just in case if anybody didn't catch the math, the simple math that I caught, that's 32X from first year, right? <laughs> well, uh, one thing you may want to know is that the, the first uh, few years, it was something like $3,000. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, such a small amount. like mm-hmm. Easier did, to like, multiply. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you get to a big number, harder to multiply, but yeah, exactly. still growth. Right. And I, that's, that's what I heard when you said exponential. I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I'm hearing that. And then all of a sudden you really quantum leap when certain things just click. Right. So yeah, my, my question is, especially, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pull things out of you for my listeners, of course. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> my question is like when, when you first started, Right. And it took you two, three years. You know, I know there are a lot of people that they hear, okay, well, you can do this and you can do that and you can do that in such a short period of time because somebody else did this and 10 other people did this and 20 other people did this, but we're all different people. Right. And what, what was the thing that either a like kept you like what, what made you burn your boats or, or, or what was the big roadblock that you ran into when you realized if I want to take over the Island, I've got to burn the boats. I've, I've just got to make sure that I'm here and I'm just fighting and I'm making sure that I do this goal no matter what. Cause I think that's the biggest problem people run into is they, they give up when they might be one step away from success. I actually posted something about that this morning, but <laughs> please gotcha. share. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Well, interesting. You should say that because I never burned my boats. Um, I kept my boats running um, the entire time Yeah. because I, I didn't see what I was doing as a serious thing. In fact, I was building a business <clears throat> on the side and working a nine to five job. I was, I was getting another degree at university. I got a mm-hmm. teacher certificate. Um, and I didn't see it as a serious thing because I, I knew that I didn't know anything about business. So I was just like, I ain't going to build anything with my current skills. So I just have this little thing on the side to build my skills up. Mm-hmm. And then as my skills got better at business, suddenly I got big payments. I was like, oh. And then, then my attention diverted. It was like, okay, well, maybe I know what I'm doing a little bit more. And so it took three and a half years for me to give up my job 
to then burn my boats, I guess I burned my boats at that point. Yeah. But when I was when I was burning my boats, I'd already uh, colonized the island. Um, <laughs> so <clears throat> it wasn't really uh, much of a burn. I hear um, you. But, but, but yeah, so I took, like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs that have new entrepreneurs that have mindset issues. And I didn't really have mindset issues. That's what I'm hearing, yeah. <laughs> at, at that point. And the reason why is because I knew that I wasn't very good at business. And I knew I needed to get skills. So I didn't burn my boats and go all in mm-hmm. until I knew that I actually had confidence that I knew what I was doing. Um, and that confidence came from the actual payments that people were giving me as well. So yeah. mine is a longer journey. Like I'm talking over 10 years here. Like mine was mm-hmm. a very long journey. I didn't get any coaching from anybody. I didn't know that there was entrepreneurs that coached other entrepreneurs. Okay. It's crazy crazy that I could say that to you, right? Because mm-hmm. we're, we're in a world now where like, Every second Facebook post, someone's trying to coach you on something. That's the norm, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we're talking uh, 10 years ago. We didn't even have, did we even have iPhones 10 years ago? Ish. I mean, <laughs> they were yeah. nothing like now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they weren't even, social media wasn't that rampant, really. So, um, so yeah, I didn't have access to this stuff. I had no entrepreneurs in the family. So, I had to learn by myself and learn by truth and error. Yeah. Basically. That makes sense. You you were in the wild west of social media, basically, as we would call it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. You know, when 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 if you went in and paid for Facebook ads, like you could get a lead for like a dollar. Whereas now <laughs> it's impossible. But yeah, definitely. So I mean for you, diff- slightly different journey, but yet and still I think I think you actually touched on something huge especially for, you know, the network marketers and affiliate marketers that we have, you know, listening to, to the episodes here, you know, you didn't go in with the mindset issues of I'm going to get rich quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know for me personally and, and half of my listeners, like, you know, we, we have to maintain the nine to five, you know, the nine to five is the foundation that's under the house that I'm building. Right. I'm on my lunch break right now recording this for crying out loud. Right. So, you know, definitely I I feel you on that, you know, but um, for me, I mean, I I know that uh, I know that what I'm building is bigger than what I'm doing, but I have to look at what I'm doing as a blessing because it gives me the the vehicle to actually get to what I want, you know? So, and sometimes I have to fight myself on that one, right? Like, you know, I gotta go do the job. I wish I could just do my business all day long because I would get so much more done and hold on, stop, count your blessings before they're taken away look up and say thank you you know so i I feel you on that for sure um on on that note with 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 my listeners that are actually you know in that same situation with what you know now what would be the biggest suggestion you would give to them to secure ensure i could use 20 different words but you know to to secure their their success in entrepreneurism entrepreneurial endeavors So the number one skill that any entrepreneur who's starting off, who has a lack of cash, um, needs to have is sales skills. Um, Read every book that you can on sales, but books can only give you so much. Try and apply stuff. And, you know, I ended up being successful because I had seven years of telesales experience before I started my business. And so when I started my business, people would apply and then I'd have a, a Skype call with them face to face. And I'd just be my normal self 
and I'd share stories of results that my offer got people and I'd just inspire people. And then 50% of people would, would pay just because I'm being genuine with them. I also didn't care if they bought or not. I actually said to myself, if they can't see what a freaking ace thing this is that I have, that's on them and they're missing out. I don't care if they buy or not. And having that mindset meant that I wasn't ever nervous on the call. And it also meant I could be myself and I could just enjoy it and enjoy people, like enjoy chatting with them and being interested in them and finding out about them and also sharing with them this amazing thing that I've got. Um, and I never was really salesy on a call. And afterwards, I would say, okay, I'm going to send you a link. If you want to pay and book, it's up to you. You can go away and do that. And never pressured, never pressured anyone. A little bit of scarcity sometimes where like if they didn't pay within two days, they lost something mm -hmm. or, they got, or they got something extra for free, but, um, but never salesy. So the art of selling without selling is just being yourself, sharing stories and future pacing your prospect to help them see what an amazing life they're going to have with the product that you're trying to give them. Absolutely. Not, not selling the three quarter inch drill bit, but the hole that they actually want in the wall to hang the TV to stop the wife from nagging. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, that would be the first thing. And I would just say, secondly, like there's one massive learning that I think everybody needs to know as an entrepreneur, and that is that people buy from people that have a track record. Now, it's hard when you don't have a track record to be able to sell on the basis that you've got a track record. Absolutely. So that means you have to get a track record. Like you have to make it your mission to get a track record in whatever you're doing so that when you talk to people on the phone or where you're talking to them in person or whatever, you can share third, third person testimonials, third person testimonials, which basically a third te person testimonial is that you know someone that's had a great experience with your product and you're telling their story. And people believe you because like, well, I guess some people will lie about that, but if you're genuine enough, then they can tell that you're not lying about it. And if you keep coming out with all these different stories, then they can see that you really care about what it is that you're doing. So third person testimonials, also testimonials online, but you know, like they're not as valuable um, depending on the way that they're written. If they're written in story format and it, and it seems like it's very genuine and they're great. Um, but if it's just like, hey, really, I, I really loved the uh, X's product and you should really, I really recommend going with X. Like, just go and do it, man. Go and do it. Like, those kind of testimonials. Yeah. Absolute crap. Absolute crap. It's just like, we don't <laughs> want advice. We do not want advice. We want your story. Exactly. What was it before? What was it before? What was the after? Mm -hmm. Like, tell us that. Be emotional, like that's yeah. what a testimony. That's what a testimony should really be about, because then it's reality, and people actually feel the reality of the situation. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that you said, you know, even though I chimed in and said my little nonsense that I say in a lot of my videos, but um, you know, results. Like, what did it do to change their life? You know, hitting somebody with the emotional transformation rather than just, oh, here's a tool. You know? Yeah. Well, they buy on emotions. So if you can invoke emotion, then you are a marketer. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that, that is basically what your main goal is. And so sharing stories is one way to um, invoke emotion. 
um, sharing third-person testimonials that you're excited about and you're grateful to have been a part of can evoke emotion. But you also have to deliver it in the right way <laughs> as well. Absolutely. So people can feel. They feel from you. Like whether you're being genuine or not, whether you're being nervous or not, you need to have full confidence in what you're selling and share the experiences and, and really genuinely believe in it and be like, this is amazing. This is, if you don't buy this, you are freaking missing out. Yeah. This is a great thing. Absolutely. That, that's the other thing I wanted to point out just in case nobody else caught it like I caught it because you and I share a similar story as far as college wasn't worth shit. Um, <laughs> And having sales background and then turning it into entrepreneur. Um, one thing that I've always been told as those little things, the little monikers that you remember, SW3, which is what he's just saying. Some will, some won't, so what, who cares next, right? Have that yeah, indifference factor. And it's, you know, it's amazing because if, if, if you sound desperate, I'm not buying nothing from you. Yeah. I'm not going to be the first sucker that gets suckered by you. And that's what you sound like when you sound desperate. So, so I love that for sure. For sure. Um, listen, this, this was supposed to be a really short one, but we got so many gems from Michael, man. And I I just want to make sure that the listeners can actually, you know, find you, um, you know, how, how can they find you on, on social media to you reach out to you and, you know, take advantage of your products or even just talk and build a relationship and network. Yeah, man. You can just go to Facebook and search Michael Ross Maitland and uh, Maitland, M-A-I-T-L-A-N-D, and uh, you'll find me there. You can follow me, add me as a friend, learn from me, and uh, yeah, connect. Absolutely, absolutely. So guys, you heard it. You heard it from a Two Comma Club Award winner. And just to uh, be safe, I want to make sure, if you guys did not hear the last episode um, where we had Sasha and Govinder on, um, you know, we've, we've had a lot of amazing, amazing entrepreneurs on this launch, um, you know, which is, which is happening uh, in, in the past for you because you're listening right now, but very, very soon, very shortly. So I love you guys. I'm so glad that you came out today. And listen, I'm going to keep reminding you, man, do yourself a favor. I don't care what your situation is. Just remember one thing. You woke up this morning. You have breath in your lungs. You are blessed because you have the option to make changes. Forget what happened yesterday. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today, treat it like a damn gift because that's why we call it the present. All right? Once again, love you guys. Peace and love. And I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Freedom Seekers Podcast. Subscribe to the show now so you're first to hear new episodes packed with stories from entrepreneurs who have taken this journey before you. For more inside information, content, private coaching sessions, follow on social media at facebook.com forward slash Andre Vallot. Do not forget, new episodes drop every Monday, 9 a.m. So stay tuned. Once again, thank you for coming out. This has been the Freedom Seekers Podcast.